Hey, group leaders, welcome to Group Talk at thebridge.me, where life is better together, but leading is also better together. Now, on our last podcast, I told you you were in a treat for March because of Snowpocalypse. We didn't get a February podcast, but in March, we have not one but two podcasts. Now, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Kenny Dean. If you missed it, be sure to go back and check it out. But I'm really excited today because we have one of our own bridge partners, I've been doing ministry with this guy for a little over a decade, I would I would think, and it, he is uh, former Sports Talk Radio in Houston. He has over 10,000 followers on Twitter. He's shaking his head in embarrassment, but I would be gloating uh, because I have 17. <laughs> but the one, the only, Matt Jackson is on the podcast today. Welcome. How are you, sir? Well, I, it's great to be here, and I am so thankful for the 26 people that told you no. <laughs> To come on your podcast so that, um, you know, I am, I got a quick story for you. Okay. Yeah, tell me. Uh, this is what, so when I was 12 years old <laughs> and I was in this singing group called the Four Bend Boys Choir. You're lying. Swear to God, this is a true story. And you can, you can actually Google this when you, when, we're, when we're done recording this podcast. Okay. We were selected to sing at the inauguration of President George Bush in 1988. We go... To Washington D.C., wow. and I think it was at the Kennedy Center, but it was one of these big Washington theaters. There were two like big ceremonies going on. We were going to sing at one of them. So there's this rumor going around that Arnold Schwarzenegger oh is gosh. going to be the MC of this particular event. And, and this is 1988. Yes. Um, so like still jacked. Predator, Terminator. Terminator yes. yes, and yeah. like we're jacked. Yeah, yeah. We are jacked. Well, he's like, jacked. Y'all are just little. We're guys. so excited. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're gonna get to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Right. This is gonna be the coolest thing. Yeah. All this type of stuff. So we get to the, you know, we get to the deal. We're, you know, we're all like real quiet because if you said anything, like our little choir director would have whipped us. Like, yeah, it right. Bad. Of course, that's how. So, um, so we get ready. We walk. We walk on stage. Uh, Larry Gatlin from Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers was one of the people that was also singing there too back then. He was a yeah. big deal country-wise. So we get ready, and right as we're kind of doing the, the little run-through, the walk-through, they're like, all right, and now we want to introduce the MC for the event. Okay. Turns out it's Charlton Heston. Oh. Okay? Now. Ah, Planet of now, the Apes. Well, okay, look. I'm a 12-year-old. Yeah. I hadn't watched... Ten yeah. Commandments yet. Been her. Yeah. Soiling Green. Had not seen it. Yeah. Anything like this. Yeah. This was such a letdown. Okay? <laughs> it's like, it's like, we thought we were getting the tournament. Turns out that there was another thing going on right next door. Two ceremonies. President Bush was going to be at both of them. Right. Schwarzenegger was doing the yeah. other one. Yeah. We got Charlton Heston. Wow. So, in my wow. opinion, I say that long story to say... I am your Charlton Heston. Um, I would disagree. Now, that is a very Cold War type story. Um, it seemed to be nothing but bad news in the late 1980s. Thank God for Rocky IV. Um, but I, I disagree. You are the Arnold Schwarzenegger. And oh, thank you. And your physique thank is you. also you. similar. Um, so, anyway, well, we're glad you're here. And I'm, I know our leaders are going to be uh, totally pumped to hear this. Because, honestly... This is just us really just talking. True. <laughs> Which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but you've been at the bridge. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, how long you've been at the bridge and what are some of the different roles that you've had at the bridge? 
my wife Allison and I, when we, we got married in 2006, and after we got married, um, the pastor of the church that I was attending, he ended up retiring. And so since I didn't really have a whole uh, lot of connection yeah. with the church going forward, we were kind of looking for a church. Um, Allison's really good friend, Kristen Tossan, mm-hmm. um, her, she and her husband, Shannon, were in our wedding. They were attending the bridge. So we started attending the bridge, I think, in 2007. Yeah. And pretty much been there ever since. I think it took us maybe two years to kind of get plugged in yeah. to start <laughs> serving. And I've always had an interest in youth ministry. And, you know, I did it at my, my previous church. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how, you know, we got plugged in. Uh, I think I served in first, I, I took a group of uh, kids from sixth grade right. all the way and they graduated two years ago. Yeah. So, um, you know, that was, that was great. Yeah. That's definitely kind of my wheelhouse. What I love doing is working with, you know, I'm a teacher now, so yeah. I, I, I teach work with teenagers and you also uh, voluntarily you yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> but you also are you're in bridge kids right now yes because you're you really want to be stretched in your faith i'm in i'm in bridge children. kids because um getting to work with kirby lawson's kids makes me feel a lot better about my own kids no i'm just kidding kirby yeah, yeah. kirby's in my small group so i can say that um yeah. but yeah it's a totally different animal it's yeah. amazing it's kind of cool because you get to see kids as their eyes start to open up about God. Yeah. And it's really amazing the job that that Amber does with Bridge Kids just giving us not only just some amazing stories to share with the kids but the the you know the, all of the um the volunteers yeah. and the, the actors and the yeah. MCs and that does does everything and the dancers and the singers. I, I don't I can't imagine anyone putting on a better show for kids to to get them active but but also talking about god and finding out who is this jesus because it's it's so hard to do and have sometimes have those conversations with younger kids and i just think we do it in in just an amazing way yeah and i'll I'll be honest i was in there on uh last sunday or the sunday before and it's not just for kids it's also like adult oh it's hilarious. Like I, I was, me and Joel were just rolling. Uh, Jeffrey does such a good job. He does. It's absolutely incredible. But you're also in a men's group. You've been in small yes. ministry as well. Um, you're with. You were in a group that I was in. Let, let's just let's just set the story up, okay? Uh, <laughs> Listen, Marshall starts a, a small group. Um, this was like two years ago, and we decided we're going to meet at six a.m. at the Chick Fil A in in uh, Belaterra. Side of this, okay. <laughs> So uh, it's it's myself and Marshall and Chris Estes and Kurt, Kurt Lawson. Kurt Lawson, who's also a small group leader on staff, okay. who also his name was as the small group leader. And and um and I think three weeks into meeting, I think I, I don't want to like I don't want to shortchange you. I think three Arnold weeks into really I think up, three man. weeks into the meeting, I believe Marshall's a man. Just the six a.m. You know what? I don't know if I can do it. I really think we should just hand this off to Kurt, and um, and and, <laughs> and I'm going to start my own group at night. Yeah, basically that's not what happened, um, <laughs> except for the 6 a.m. part. That does I don't understand people. All you early morning group leaders, uh, bless you. Um, but yeah, I did in the spring. It wasn't three weeks. It was three months. Um, if I you say back. so. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's get into this. Um, so, Matt, you have really. Had a mission, you know. Last year, obviously, was COVID, pandemic, quarantine, stuff like that. And I think you told me it was around the summertime. You watched the show called The Social Dilemma, 
and it really kind of got your brain working and stuff. So why don't you tell us kind of your journey from social media to your current kind of project that you're working on right now. So last May, it was the first week of May. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was the Saturday after there had been a Friday night of a ton of violence across the country. Right. A lot of the you know racial injustice yeah. that was going on uh, around the George Floyd um, you know situation, yeah. and we're in the middle of COVID as well, and the amount of hate that was being spewed everywhere on, on yeah. Facebook, Twitter, everything. I remember waking up that morning, and I and I came right into this office that I'm sitting that we're sitting in right now and I typed into my computer I typed into the Google bar and and I was only half joking about this I typed in how do I move to Canada wow yeah I and, and I was only half because I and I and, I, and then I kind of looked it up and I went to my wife Alice and I was like hey you're a nurse you can get a job anywhere uh, yeah I'm a teacher yeah. I can get a job anywhere I really think we could go to Canada. Let's do it. And, and yeah. she's looking at me like, look, what are you doing? I was like, I said, look, I'm not going to live like this for another year. Like, sure. I cannot, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, it's, it's so depressing. There's so much anger out there. There's so much hate. And this was also the period where, you know, the bridge was online. Yeah. You know, we weren't able to go to church. That's right. And, and, and mm-hmm. I know, hey, we're doing an amazing job online. And a lot of, you know, some people like online church. It's not for me. Sure, I understand. I, I, I want to be with people, yeah. you know, that's just kind of what it's all about. Yeah. So I, I did uh, I did a lot of reading, a lot of scripture reading. I read, that's also when we did that series with Jeff Kinley yeah. on um, Revelations. Yeah. Right. And read two of his books, read, uh, took them on vacation, uh, read End of America, read Interview with the Antichrist. Yeah. Not exactly soft, lighthearted reading if you want to feel better about yourself in the direction you're heading, but it really made me think. And I and I and I was kind of at my wits' end, and I said to myself, you know, what can be done? Like, what can be done to kind of combat this? And I I just woke up every morning, and I I with no alarm set, whatever, my body just kind of wakes up in the morning, three thirty, four a.m. in the morning, and I and I wake, yeah. yeah, I know, and I wake up every morning, and I just you know, I picked up the Bible and I just started reading. And, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily any particular book that I would uh, that I would read. Um, you know, I love going through the book of Mark. Alex Baez got me started on the book of Mark because it's one of those books where if you're not necessarily a regular scripture reader, but yeah. you want to get into a habit of it, yeah. Mark can be done in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, it's, and it's obviously a great... You know, uh, it, it's it follows the life of, of Jesus Christ. Right. It's it's a good kind of a starter type of thing. Absolutely. And 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 I can admit that before this time period, I I my not that my Bible was collecting dust, but I definitely was not kind sure. of engaged in it as much as then. But I just made it a you know habit. I'm I'm you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna read. I'm gonna engage. And uh, and and I kind of started talking about it in my small group as well. And and then I said, you know what, like. I don't know how to get people to f- focus away from kind of the the negative conversations that are, they're having, but I do know the positive messages that God has out right, there. Right. Right. And after I watched that, you know, that um, social dilemma yeah. documentary on Netflix, I was like, you know what? There's got to be a way to combat this negative algorithm. Yeah. All the stuff that you put out there that's negative that shows up on people's timelines because they like it and do whatever. Yeah. Man, what if we put some scripture out there? Yeah. What if there is you just put something out there 
You don't have to say anything about it. Just put God's word out there. How, yeah. Who am I to have an interpretation of, of God's word? Let me just put his, you know his own words out there, yeah. uh, the words of these, you know, the, the apostles and whatnot. I started doing that on September twenty second, I believe, yeah. of two thousand twenty. I've been doing it every day, every day since then. And I'm here to tell you it it has worked. Yeah. I, the positive feedback. Yeah. Tell them about some of the impact that you've experienced yeah, so, because, just because of that. Yeah. So um, there's a there's a, a gentleman named Robert Hensley who I worked with at Sports Radio 610 for a really long time. Yeah. You know, we weren't friends by any means, but we worked together and he's a really good guy. And he messaged me on Facebook. He's like, hey, um, you know, I almost never saw your Facebook posts ever. They never showed up on my timeline. Yeah. You put one scripture out there, and I really liked the scripture that you had shared. It was Galatians 2.20, I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah. And, um, and you know, all of a sudden, because I liked that one scripture you put out there, every day your scripture up. Showed, yeah. started showing up in my timeline. And, and, you know, and I started sharing it, and, you know, I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wish I had known that you had had kind of this outward faith when yeah. we worked together, which yeah. I did not. I right. mean, I, I can, I did not have that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a really cool uh, situation. Um, I, one of our, you know, bridge partners, uh, Scott Holland, um, who, you know, his son Evan was in my small group yeah. forever. And I had Jake. Jake, Jake yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I, this is amazing. He's like, you, he's like, I just want to tell you that you putting that that scripture out there every day has really made me kind of reflect on where I am right now on my journey and, and made me, you know, get off the sideline and yeah. start. And he's like, would that's you care awesome. if I kind of started doing the same thing? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, that's kind of my goal yeah. It's like what I want to see happen yeah. is I want people and, and I'm, I totally understand, you know, Kenny Dean's view on social media being yeah. the devil. Cause yeah. I, I, there's a lot of, <laughs> I get it. Trust sure, me. Absolutely. But you know, um, I'm honestly on Twitter for the humor a lot of the time. 100%. But, but, and the sports updates. But that too. Yeah. If, you know, if, if every single time that we wanted to comment on a news article and we wanted to put the effort in to be smarmy about something yeah. and all that type of stuff, man, if we put the same energy into sharing positive things, and I can think of nothing more positive than scripture, yeah. and we put that effort in there, you know, that stuff can be can be amplified sure. exponentially yeah. on social media. Um, and I, I just think it, you know, that's something that I have definitely seen, um, you know, people um, just, hey, thanks for sharing that scripture, that this is what that meant yeah. to me. Um, and just, and it's been a real positive. And then at the end of, um, you know, the year, I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna, I have a background in, in, in broadcasting and, uh, just it's this isn't something that I'm like trying to turn professional. It's just something I want to do. Yeah. Um, that I decided I'm, I'm going to start a podcast. Yes. Um, I, it's not necessarily going to be uh, biblical based or anything like that. I've got stories I can sh tell. Um, I, it'll be easy to s see how flawed an individual I am. Yeah. I'm often selfish. Right. Might have had a gambling problem at one point. Um, right. no they're, they're, yeah. That's exactly. Why exactly. That's why so, here. but it's it's. I just want to put some some good things out there, uh, you know, some things that have worked for me yeah. um, from a parenting standpoint, from a, a marriage standpoint, 
Um, from a, what, what I would still consider myself a novice when it comes to yeah. understanding the Bible. Yeah. And, and, and the, the cool thing is, um, you know, to, to do something like that has allowed me to be more accountable to myself, but also more accountable to yeah. the people in my small group in terms of, hey, let's continue to stay engaged in the Word. Yeah. And, and at least from, in my particular instance with my small group, what I love about my small group is that, that I had been lacking for prior to the last two years was people to engage in the scripture with, yeah. you know, I miss kind of the traditional Sunday school type of thing where you, where you yeah. dig into um, the Bible a little bit. And that's one of the things that I love about our small group is, yeah, we talk about, Hey, here are the things that are going on in our lives and, um, in, in, and seek advice and seek counsel, but it's also, Man, we can dig into the word together. Absolutely, and and we can say, I don't understand what this means. You know, Kurt, what do you think about this? Yeah. Derek, what do you think about this? It's just been awesome. Well, I'm, I have noticed that you know you've had this this goal of just to really to do good and to to portray that that positive outlook. You know, and, and you say your your podcast, which is the Good News Podcast, you can find Good News Project Podcast, Good News Project Podcast by Matt Jackson. No weird spellings. Um, <laughs> But you you say it's not biblical based, but you have scripture in there every single week. You have a, a an incredible faith story of some sort, um, and and I enjoy listening every week. So be sure to check that out. But you know, as we're talking to group leaders here, and and just kind of in view of your journey that you kind of had over the past almost year now, it's crazy to think about. Um, let's talk about how leaders might engage their group to have a heart for others, because obviously you saw uh, something that was wrong in you could say probably God broke your heart over it and you wanted to make a difference and make a change. What do you think are some different tactics or methods that our small group leaders could implement and specifically into their groups, you know, to, to have a heart for others or for, for other things? Well, I think, you know, I think a real simple thing that, you know, certainly benefits everybody in your group, but also benefits the church is, is, is everybody in your small group serving someone? Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and why not? I mean, we have, you know, in, in, my, in my small group, you know, uh, Bobby's a greeter. Derek drives the speakers around yeah. uh, between, between. And he leads our veterans group. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, um, uh Kurt obviously is our do good minister. Uh, yep. uh, Kirby has a, a young small group uh, teenagers. Yep. So we're all kind of plugged in in some area there. Um, but another great uh, opportunity is with what you know the the text message opt in for do good opportunities yes. that Kurt has going on. You know that's a great opportunity there. Um, there's so many different. Just if you haven't been to our website, you know, go to go to the bridge.me and look at all the opportunities yeah. that are to get involved with different ministries that we're partners with, whether it's Attack Poverty or, or Second Mile yeah. or, man, there's even churches that like, <laughs> there's even partners out there that um, that we didn't even know about. Oh, wow, you know, like we're partners with this and let's yeah. rediscover what, what's yeah. involved there. Or, you know, there may be opportunities within your own neighborhood where you know that there are needs right. um, out there, but it's, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be a huge monumental yeah. uh, a, a task it's 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 a starting point right yeah, that's right get everybody a starting point to serve yes in in some capacity uh, and and I really think that's um, you know that's one of the great things about small groups in general is it's you know it's a start it, for a lot of people it is a starting point we're all on different 
um, you know, points of our faith journey. Some of us may maybe have served for a long time. Some yeah. of us are, are new to the church. Yeah. It, it, but it doesn't matter. You know, find something because the what, what God's going to do in your heart when yeah. you start with something small, you know, you're, you're going to want to grow that yourself. That's right. uh, and, and, and whether we're talking about from a, a serving capacity or, you know, getting engaged yeah. um, with, with a word, inviting other people into your small group, yeah. um, you, you just got to start. Start somewhere. And, and I think that is important, starting a conversation. And I think a lot for maybe some groups who may not have people who are serving, I think a good point is just to sit around and say, all right, what breaks your heart? You know, what what do you see is a need that, that we can fill as a group, what you can fill as an, uh, as an opportunity, but definitely just starting that conversation. You started the conversation uh, with with your with the books that you were reading, and then obviously, I don't think you intended to start a conversation, but by posting online, that started a conversation uh, with your with your radio guy and with Bridge Partners. Ultimately, I know you've had conversations now through the Good News Projects um, that has been absolutely absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, that's a great word. Starting point. Find what does that look like for your group? Um, well, let's close this out. What, what's one thing you want our leaders to take away from today? I, you know, I, I just think that we've been given some amazing tools to make our small groups uh, even more amazing than they already are. And I, I, and I would just say two things that have helped me and have helped our small group. Number one, um, the, the Bible app from a scripture standpoint. Yeah. Um, when the bridge had the 21-day prayer fast yeah. in uh, February. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, I'm not a big online Bible guy. I like my own Bible, but the reading plans that were involved with that, yeah. we've kind of, kind of continued that. And then that right now media that we all have access to. And if you don't have access to it yet, all you got to do is email the bridge and they'll give you access to it for free. If you're looking for, exactly for free. <laughs> so like, if you're looking for something that if there's a subject matter that you all as a group are really interested in or if you want to look at a certain book or anything yeah. like that i mean there's some really good things that can start conversations uh, that maybe are sometimes difficult to broach yeah and sometimes having um you know kind of a third party to get those conversations going right. they're there for you so i, I would just say if th if things are getting stale or you're not exactly sure what direction to take Take advantage of these amazing tools that yeah. that um, you know that the bridge has given us. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I can't let you go here because you do have quite a uh, history in the sports world. It is March Madness. Houston. They don't call it March Madness because the favorites win, Marshall. I was, Listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm a novice when it comes to filling those brackets out, okay. and I do have three number one seeds in the Final Four. But I digress. Is Houston going to the Final Four? They're a two seed. So in my own personal bracket, and I am a U of H alum, so I am biased, I do have the Cougars going to the Final Four. Um, so all these computer nerds that do math to figure out if somebody can actually make a bucket or not, they say that the University of Houston has like the third best chances to actually win the tournament behind Gonzaga and I think Baylor. So, you know, I like that. Um, they, they're a pretty good defensive team. Um, so I'll take my chances. I don't think the U of H is going to win at all. It'd be amazing yeah. if they did. I'm just glad there's a tournament. COVID killed the tournament last it year. It is good. Almost sucked my will to live. Yeah, it's okay. But you, you know what? We it. made it. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, Matt, thank you so much for being here. You aren't the Charlton Heston. You are my Arnold Schwarzenegger. That sounds weird. I'll be back. <laughs>
I'm going to edit that out. Maybe not. Uh, well, hey, leaders, we love you. We're praying for you. We hope you have an incredible month, and uh, we will see you. Easter is right around the corner. Can't wait to be with you. Y'all have a great week.